This podcast is not about grief. This podcast is about life, love, and finding yourself again after losing a child. I've been exactly where you are, and now I want to show you the road back to a life of your own. Let's get started. Hi there, it's Liana. And first of all, thank you so much for being here and listening to yet another episode of my podcast. It means so much to me that I can talk to you here and I can share with you what I have learned after I lost my son and that I can help you to make your journey a bit easier. When I was searching for support after the loss, I I didn't find a coach or a program that was designed specifically for moms after the loss. I was supported by a general life coach and and the experience was truly life-changing. I, As I mentioned before, I really found this new emotional home for me. But in addition to that, I read a lot myself and I searched and I watched because I wanted, when I became coach myself, I wanted to provide to you the whole package, the whole package that I wished was there when I was creating my new life, my new life after the loss. So I'm giving you all my best knowledge and experience so you can take it and use it to make your journey easier. Because I truly believe that even after such a tragic event as losing your child, you don't have to settle for an unhappy life. I strongly believe that a good life is available for you and that you can grow as a human because of this experience you've had and you can find meaning in this tragedy. However, all this that I just said doesn't mean that your life will be free of struggles. Human life always has both, the good and the bad. And both of them kind of help to appreciate the other more. Okay, so let's talk about today's topic. And today's topic is the struggles we are having raising kids after the loss. And I'd like to devote this episode to all moms that either had more children when they lost one of them or uh, who decided to have more children after the loss. And also to those moms who have experienced the loss of their only child and at this moment are considering whether to have more children or not. And whatever is your situation, I bet you have a a lot of anxiety and fear. And in my case, when I lost my son, he was my only son at the time, but I have been blessed with two more boys since. Uh, one of them is my biological son, and the other one is an adopted son. And sometimes, um, from time to time, if not often, I have hard time raising them. And today I want to talk about how I, I try to raise them in a healthy way. And the idea for this episode was brought by a situation that happened uh, recently. So let me start by telling you the situation. And, 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 and the story is about play date. I, I had agreed to have play date for my six-year-old with a classmate of his. And um, I, have, I had agreed that um, the mom of, of his classmate is going to pick him up and, and take to their home. And I'll come and pick him up a couple hours later after they've played. And we recently started a new school. And due to COVID, we hadn't had much opportunities to socialize. 
with other parents and other children. So this was our first play date this year. So I was really happy that uh, we finally are uh, getting together with other 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 children, other parents. And my, my, my son, I, I don't even have to say, he was thrilled. So all fantastic, everyone happy. But uh, what happened uh, was uh, that when the time came for him to be picked up and I was home, I freaked out. I was having so much anxiety and fear um, and all these thoughts that something bad is going to happen to him. Uh, he's not going to get picked up. He's going to get lost uh, and so on and so on. There were like all these scenarios running through my head of how things could go wrong because I'm not there and then I'm not keeping him safe. And when I said yes to this arrangement, I felt happy about it. But when the time came for him to be taken by another mom, the idea seemed so wrong. I had this urge to dash to school and save and rescue. But I stopped myself and got thinking, what is happening to me? What is happening here? Is my child in, in real danger? On, or is it just my brain throwing negative thoughts at me? And when I decided... Uh, to let my child go to this play date in this and, and, and that particular arrangement, of course, as any mom would do, I weighed the decision and he was picked up by mom. I knew mom of his classmate, they're living next door to the school, like five minute walk, uh, five minute walking distance. They don't even have to cross big streets or drive. So looking at my decision rationally, it was a good decision. Um, but the thing is that after having lost a child, something happening to your child um, is not a theoretical option anymore. It's a reality. It's an experience you've been through. And it always is going to stay ingrained in your brain. But I made a decision to have more children in my life. I made a decision to open up my heart for possible pain again. And I'm loving this decision every day. So how do I go about it? And the thing is that, and I guess that's the most scary thing, is that there is not going to be advanced warning for when things might get wrong. And even if we try to prepare for every possible circumstance, life kind of tends to surprise us. Thinking back of the morning when my son was killed, there was no advanced warning. Nothing was there for us to see how this day is going to end. It was an ordinary Sunday morning. And the thing is, we can't know in advance. We just won't know. The future is not available to us. And that's just how life is. So doubting my decision to let my son go is not about having like premonition because I, there is no way for me to know the future. It's just my brain doing its job. And its job is to scan for possible danger. If something awful has happened to you before, the brain is just more prone to search and find possible danger. So, so what's left? How do we go about raising our children without locking them up and covering in pillows. And it all comes down to a simple fact that I'm just doing my best in every given moment with the information I have. And I can't and I won't be able to prevent bad things from happening 
there will be no advanced warning. And I can't keep my kids locked up. I have to let them go and have life. And what I can do is manage my anxiety and fear on my own. If you're anything like me, you'd probably ask already to yourself, yes, yes, but how do I manage my anxiety? Because I know how it feels when you are in in, in the anxious episode. It feels so strong. It feels so involuntary. It just feels so overwhelming. So what do we do about it? Here are two things how we can manage it. And first, you don't have to believe all your negative thoughts, all your doomsday scenarios, all that. And here is the thing. And this is where the coaching practice and the meditation comes in. This is what we do with our clients. Uh, We work on these things. Thoughts are not who we are. And life is not what we think about it. Thoughts are just random sentences in our heads. And some teachers even would argue that there is no free will uh, of what kind of thoughts are going to come into our heads. And I personally, I'm more of a believer that our thoughts are a mirror of our subconscious beliefs and life experience, but we can all agree that uh, we humans are complex systems and it's not simple. But what I want to say here is that we are not our thoughts. And with coaching, we can learn to see them for what they are and learn to become a neutral watcher of them. Because the thoughts are just random sentences. And so when the negative thoughts about my kids' safety come in, I acknowledge them. I know why they are there. I know I can't get rid of them. And I also know that I don't want to act on them. So I acknowledge them with compassion. I just let them be. I know they're there. I know they're there to protect me. And the second thing is that um, when, when we acknowledge the existence of our negative thoughts, we can counteract them with positive or neutral thoughts. And what do I mean by that? When the brain gives me all the worries, all the scenarios of what could go wrong, I purposefully counteract them, counter-argue them with how things also could turn out right, how things could go right, how everything could be great, how nothing bad could happen. I look at all the evidence that says most children will be fine in this situation. Most children go to play dates and they come back from play dates. They most children grow up and become adults and and and, and, and I at the old age, I gave space for these thoughts as well, that it also can be okay. And by doing that, I lead out my brain of the crisis state and deflate the anxiety. And by counteracting these automatic negative thoughts with purposeful, positive and neutral thoughts, I can lead my brain out of the crisis and deflate the anxiety. So, To sum it all up, it's okay to be anxious. It's okay to have fear when it comes to raising children after the loss. We all will have plenty of negative thoughts and negative scenarios that are going to be readily thrown at us at any given moment. But you also don't have to believe them all. You don't have to take them all in. You can counteract them with positive or neutral thoughts 
to take the anxiety and fear levels down so that you can function and let your kids have their own experience. That's all this week. As always, I'd be happy to hear from you. And in the light of the holiday season, that is a difficult time. It is a difficult time still for me. I know it. So I'm giving away free coaching sessions with me throughout the months of December. If you are interested, get in touch with me. Uh, My contact details can be found in the show notes. I offer these sessions on first come, first serve basis. So don't wait long. It's not a sales pitch. You don't have to continue working with me after this session. You don't have to sign up for anything. Even one coaching session can make a big difference in your life. I believe that. So that's why I'm doing it. Have a good week and bye. If you are loving this podcast, then please hit subscribe, download it, and please share it with other childless survivor moms. I'm committed to help as many moms as possible to recover and build a life after childless. You can find me here on Instagram, TikTok at Life After A Childless, or you can visit my website, coachlienen.com. That's coach L I E N E.com. And if you'd love to chat, you can sign up for a free coaching call on my website. See you next week.